Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and let's get to it. Numero uno, this is be a, a good one. This is Faster and Harder by Damon Duck. Yes, Damon Duck, that's raptureready.com. And we're going to talk about the Pope and major prophecies and how everything's coming together and how it's like so uh, quickly happening. Like it's almost on steroids. Things are going insanely crazy, right? What else is going on? We have a global digital ID with real-time tracking of everyone and everything is Coming. So we're going to talk about that. That is on prophecynewswatch.com. What else do we have going on? I want to talk about another article. This article, if I can get to the top here, is uh, Prophetic Red Lines. And this is uh, Pete Garcia. If you haven't checked out Pete Garcia, please go to www.rev310.net. That's like Revelation 310. Go check him out as well. And the Gateway Pundit. We have Joe Biden uh, saying the quiet part out loud. If you guys haven't heard this or not, well, let me tell you all about it. He just lets us all know that they need the money because there's another pandemic coming. Did I say that out loud? Yes, Biden, you did. So a new poll shows majority of the Americans say unborn babies have rights. That is LifeSite or that's LifeNews.com. LifeNews.com. What else is going on? Well, if you want to check out Harbinger's Daily, uh, you can check out this article. Planet Earth finds itself in an increasingly desperate financial situation. That article is by Hal Lindsay. You can also check that out at HalLindsayReport.com if you wanted to check out his website. What else we got going on? Another article in the Gateway Pundit says Home, Department of Homeland Security is warning Catholic churches and pregnancy centers to be prepared for a night of rage by pro-abortion terrorist groups. Yes, folks, these people are terrorists. They are terrorists. Uh, they're like little bullies that never got their way. But you know what? You know what they always say about bullies, right? If you stand up to a bully, they will back down because they're cowards. But here they have the loudest voice because they scream the loudest. They yell the loudest. They don't listen to anybody. And the only thing that they can tell you is you're a homophobic racist. That's, all, that's their only answer to everything. That's it. They have no facts. They don't have anything else. But that's what they scream and scream they do what else we got going on so killers destroyers and gas lotters that's an article by jonathan brentner you can check that out at jonathanbrentner.com what else is going on oh and coming soon to minnesota teachers must demonstrate a marxist worldview to obtain their teaching license yeah folks this is sick 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 we have a doctor from the army uh, that's warning against the covid shot We'll talk a little bit about that. And cult starring safety, Kari Willis, gets ridiculed by some for retiring from NFL to become a Christian minister. And they're saying, God, is it real? This is crazy. Uh, you can check this out on Blaze Media. So you go to theblaze.com. Check that out. God bless Kari Willis for following the call uh, that the Lord has put on his heart. And I just pray um, that God will bless him and strengthen him and will give him wisdom uh, to, to preach uh, and teach to the people that God has called him to preach and teach to. So what else we got going on today? Oh, and another good thing. Um, I do have uh, When the Rapture Hits the Fan, What Will You Do? That is my newest book. You can check that out 
at Amazon.com. I have it on sale for $5.99. If you have Kindle Unlimited, that is $0 for you. And if you have Kindle but not Unlimited, it's only $3.99 going on right now. Another book I have is After the Rapture, What Comes Next? Uh, that is on paperback right now, $3.99. And on Kindle, $3.99. Guys, go check that out. I would sure would appreciate that. Um, if you could check that out, I pray it will be a blessing. And if anybody is ever left behind, um, that book will help them after the rapture. What comes next? Um, when the rapture hits the fan, what will you do is a fictional take on that. It's a very short, very, um, very uh, dramatic. We'll put it that way. I think it's one of the best books that uh, the Lord has uh, given me the uh, insight to write. So anyway, please go check those out. I am on Amazon. Uh, my author is Heather D-N-O Daniel. So it's Heather D-N. That is the apostrophe A-N-N-E. And then, of course, O'Daniel with the apostrophe because my dad is Irish. And that's how the Irish folks do our name. Son of Daniel. If you're from Ireland, then you understand that. Anyway, moving right along, folks. So let's check it out. So today I am using the Blue Yeti microphone. And I do not like the Blue Yeti microphone. It picks up all kinds of noise it picks up i tried to record last night and it picked up everything like everything going outside either cars driving five blocks away uh yes yeah, so i'm not really impressed with that but anyway um we're gonna go with it until um i find something else so let's go on so faster and harder by damon duck let's check this article out so uh you can find this at raptureready.com okay so this is by cindy category uh, talks about general articles, right? So it was published June 26, 2022. And so let's check it out. I have known Christians that didn't seem to know anything about Bible prophecy to say, I know this. We are one day closer to the return of Jesus today than we were yesterday. No one can deny that each day moves the world one day closer to the return of Jesus. But people need to realize that major prophecies are shaping up and they appear to be on steroids. Yes, he is. He's absolutely correct. He goes on to say, biblically speaking, wars and rumors, wars, famine, inflation, natural disasters, world government, tracking, all buying and selling, etc. are happening like birth pains, coming faster and harder. They appear to be unstoppable and very well could be uh, because every word of Bible prophecy will be fulfilled. Consider these recent events, he says, and a report. So number one, concerning natural disaster, several years of drought and growth have caused the two largest reservoirs in the U.S. to reach their lowest level since they were built, and that is Lake Mead and Lake Powell. On June 17, 2022, it was reported that the Bureau of Reclamation has given these seven states in the Colorado River system 60 days to draft an emergency plan to cut their water usage in the next 12 months or the Bureau of Reclamation will declare an emergency and make the cuts that need to be made. Commissioner uh, Camille Toten told a group of U.S. Senators, the challenges we are seeing today are unlike anything we've seen in our history. And then, of course, more on that was on the June 21st, 2022. It says it was reported that flooding in southern China has forced the evacuation of hundreds of thousands of people and caused more than $250 million in damage to date. And then uh, on June 22nd, 2022, it was reported that a 6.1 earthquake in eastern Afghanistan has killed about 1,000, injured about 1,500, and many families are still missing. Number two, concerning Israel's prosperity in the Battle of Gog and Magog on June 15, 2022, Israel signed an agreement with the EU to send liquefied natural gas to Europe, and that will be a major blow to Russia's economy. And I'm going to throw in a note right here. You do know that the EU, the European nation, right, hates Israel. 
And so for this to happen, mm, that's a big prophetic sign. Anyway, moving right along. He says, Israel will send the liquefied natural gas to Egypt and it will flow on to Europe over Egyptian pipelines. In addition to getting a big chunk of Russia's business, Israel will have improved relations with the EU and Egypt. Amir Sarfati called this blow to Russia's a countdown to the Battle of Gog and Magog, unquote. Time will tell, but Russia needs for wealth in Israel's prosperity clearly fit Bible prophecy. Number three, concerning the Battle of Gog and Magog, or perhaps the destruction of Damascus in one night. Last week, he says he reported that Israel Israeli rockets struck several targets near Damascus on June 10th, 2022, and there was significant damage to civilian and military runways at the Damascus International Airport. The airport was using a Russian-made radar system that was damaged in the attack. Syria wants Russia to repair the radar system so planes can land and take off, but Russia will only repair it if Russia is given control of the airport. Iran has been controlling the airport and is not likely to let Russia have it. It will be interesting to see how that turns out, he says. Number four, concerning the destruction of Damascus in one night, that's Isaiah 17, on June 15, 2022, it was reported that an Israeli official told Syrian President Assad that he risked losing the Damascus airport if he continues to allow Iranian planes to land there with weapons and supplies for use against Israel. He goes on to say, the next day on June 16th, it was reported that the Israeli uh, official also told Assad that Israeli or Israel reserves the right to bomb his palace if he continues to allow Iranian planes to land at the Damascus International Airport with weapons and supplies for use against Israel. This could turn out to be the destruction of Damascus in one night that was prophesied in Isaiah 17. Number five, concerning the Israeli government, on June the 20th, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and alternate Prime Minister Yar Lapid announced that they will bring a vote to dissolve their government in one week and schedule an election of a new government for October the 5th of 2022. Former Prime Minister Netanyahu will seek the nomination of his Likud party, but his enemies will desperately try to stop him and who will run and when remains to be determined. So on June 21st, it was reported that Ailet Shakid, a member of Prime Minister Bennett's party, told Netanyahu she will switch to his party, giving him enough members to form a government if he wants to avoid another election. The reporter did not say what Netanyahu will do. Number six, concerning wickedness, as in the days of Noah, more than 20 crisis pregnancy centers have been damaged by graffiti smashed windows and arson since Politico published the Supreme Court's draft opinion concerning Roe versus Wade in early May. A terrorist group that calls itself Jane's Revenge has taken credit for the crimes and threatened to take increasingly drastic measures in the future. This is literal domestic terrorism, and the Biden administration is completely ignoring it, like ignoring open borders, uh, ignoring Antifa and BLM crimes, ignoring the fact that some prosecutors refuse to prosecute known criminals, etc. But they jailed Trump supporters that entered the Capitol on January 6th, investigated parents that spoke out at school board meetings against teaching CRT, the gay agenda, etc. Anyway, uh, there is unequal justice in the Biden administration and America's justice system. Number seven, concerning the days of Lot, on June 21st, 2022, it was reported that President Biden has signed an executive order to help young teens get transgender surgeries. Yes, folks, to help biological girls in the ages, literally people listen to this eight to 10 years 
get puberty blockers to help biological boys ages 10 to 15 years old get puberty blockers to allow transgender students to use the bathroom or locker room of their choice at school to prohibit counseling against transitioning to a different gender, etc. How much worse does America have to get to be as bad as Sodom and Gomorrah? I'm going to throw it in here right now. We are worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm just going to chunk that right there right now. Anyway, when will our holy, just, and patient God act? It's only a matter of time before God sends his son, Jesus Christ, back here to the United States, into the world, into everywhere, every single person who is a Christian on planet Earth. He will send Christ back and yank us all out of here. What a day that will be. I look forward to that day. Every single day I wake up, I'm like, is this the day? And before I go to bed, is this the night that the Lord returns to take us home? I think it all the time. Uh, I hope you guys do too. But yeah, the United States is way worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. We are way, way worse. It's in my humble opinion. Um, I live in this country and I'm telling you right now, it's like a cesspool. cesspool. It's terrible. But anyway, moving right along. So he continues on 8, he says, on June 16, 2022, it was reported that Biden administration may declare a national public health emergency so doctors can perform abortions in states where they are illegal if Roe versus Wade is overturned. Biden may also allow doctors to perform abortions on military bases in those states. So Biden is looking for ways to let doctors keep killing babies regardless of what the U.S. Supreme Court or individual state law says. Americans are getting a glimpse of what life will be like under the coming wicked and lawless world government. Equal justice won't exist, he says. Number nine, concerning every eye seeing the body of the two witnesses lying in the street in Jerusalem, that's Revelation 8, 11, 8. In every eye seeing the second coming of Jesus, that's Revelation 1, 7. The Federal Communications Commission's FCC has granted SpaceX permission to put 12,000 Starlink satellites in orbit and is considering SpaceX's application to put up to 30,000 additional satellites in orbit. Elon Musk, head of SpaceX, wants to put about 42,000 satellites in orbit so every person on Earth will have access to the internet. On June 17, 2022, it was reported that SpaceX has put about 3,000 satellites in orbit to date. That SpaceX can put 60 satellites in orbit with just one rocket. So if this is the fulfillment of the prophecy, SpaceX needs only needs to get all the satellites in orbit by the middle of the tribulation period so number 10 concerning inflation lying and deceit i am not an attorney he says but as he understands june 15th article this is what he says in january 2021 president biden signed an executive order banning new federal oil and gas leasing on u.s soil march 20th uh march 2021 several states filed a lawsuit to set aside biden's executive order uh, in June of 2021, the U.S. District Court for Western District of Louisiana ordered President Biden to keep selling new federal oil and gas leases until the case is settled. Despite the court order, during the next 10 months, the Biden administration didn't sell even one oil or gas lease. On April 2022, the states asked the U.S. District Court to permanently stop the Biden administration from banning the sale of new federal oil and gas leases. On June 15, 2022, it was reported that the Biden administration asked a federal court to let Biden keep banning the sale of new oil and gas leases. Folks, the United States doesn't need to buy oil from anywhere. We don't need to import oil. We have plenty of oil and gas here to last 400 years before we'd even have to start drilling again. But no, 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 we have um, Biden, 
and Biden is part of the World Economic Forum, him and Trudeau and all these leaders that you see, they've all been placed there, right? They've all been placed there. Um, it's all manipulated. We are living, it's like we're living in like some science fiction parallel universe, but we all know the truth. God is sovereign. He is in control and he's allowing these things to happen to fulfill his prophecy. So moving right along. Um, he continues and he says the high price of gasoline and diesel fuel is contributing to inflation, the high price of food, looming energy and fertilizer shortages, soaring utility bills, etc. Because inflation is soaring, the feds are raising interest rates. The stock market is declining and some experts are predicting a recession. At the same time that Biden is blaming the energy crisis on Putin and the big oil companies, he is going to court to hold down oil and gas production in the U.S. From a prophetic standpoint, it looks like Biden is setting the stage for the four horse of the apocalypse to ride soon. I don't know about you guys, but I hear them saddling up. I hear the horses snorting and they're pawing at the ground. Anyway, moving right along more, he says, at the same time that Biden is going to court to reduce the production of oil and gas in the U.S., he will be meeting with Saudi Arabia to get the Saudis to increase their production of oil and natural gas. Yes, of course. Um, if Biden is not deliberately weakening the U.S. to bring in, to bring it into the new world or why is he doing this? It truly looks like the deliberate weakening of America is part of the Build Back Better scheme. Of course it is. Number 11. Concerning food shortages, last week multitudes of cattle died in Kansas and that cause has been a matter of rampant speculation. I can't see the issue as to why the cattle died, but on June 17, 2022, it was reported that more than 10,000 cattle died. Pray that this is the end of the problem. Number 12, concerning inflation and electrical shortages, most residents of Illinois have been notified that their electric bill will rise about 50% starting this month. That's June of 2022. And some have been asked to reduce the amount of electricity that they're using to help prevent brownouts. Number 13, concerning fuel shortages, diesel fuel is now about $6 per gallon, up about 75% in the last 12 months. Number 14, Concerning the election, on June 18th, 2022, about 5,100 delegates and alternates met at the Texas Republican Convention to approve their party platform. Mm. After watching Dan Souza's documentary titled 2,000 Mules, the group approved a measure that says President Joe Biden was not legitimately elected. I totally I completely agree with that. A number uh, more on June 20th, 2022, Bob Adelman, a regular contributor to the New American, wrote that he watched 2,000 Mules and he believes Trump won the Electoral College vote in a landslide by more than 70 votes. Adelman noted that the evidence presented in 2,000 Mules has caused the ex-mayor of San Luis, Arizona, to plead guilty to forgery, conspiracy, and ballot abuse and to offer evidence as part of a plea bargain. Officials are investigating her claim. Uh, anybody who knows anything, if you ever watch, if you even follow the United States elections, if you know, if you possibly believe that some old man hiding in his basement won the election of more than 70 million votes of the United States uh, citizens, then you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Everybody on God's green earth knows that that was forged. Everybody. We're just going to keep counting, Bob. We're going to just keep on counting and keep on counting. Remember, that's what they said. And when Fox News called it, I knew Fox News was in on it. I mean, you think about a Murdoch owns folks, Fox News. It's all fake. It's all fake. All everything bit of it is fake. Anyway, moving right along here. Number 15 on June 16, 2022, Dr. Michael Brown, radio host, professor, author, Christian Zahn, has posted, on, posted an excellent article titled, How the Trump how the triumph of the LGBTQABCDEFG activism has negatively impacted the church. I added those letters on 
they did not. Uh, the article is short, filled with great advice, and well worth one's time. And I may check into that. So he's got the, if you do go to raptureready.com, you'll be able to find the link right here. Uh, it's on stream.org, how the triumph of the yeah, LGBTQ activism has negatively impacted the church. Anyway, in my own words, this is not my words. In his own words, as Dr. Damon Duck, he says, here are three, here are just three of Dr. Brown's points. He says, about 30 years ago, Christianity was respected and homosexuality was disdained. But now gays are celebrated and the church is largely ridiculed. Many, especially young people, now believe gay is good and the church is bad. So they are leaving the church. Past generations proudly called themselves Christians. It would have been insulted to be called gay. But Christians are openly mocked by current generations and gays are celebrated. According to Dr. Brown, the problem for true followers of Jesus is that Bible is that the Bible hasn't changed, which means that God is still against homosexual practice and identity. And so if we want to be in solidarity with the Lord, we will find ourselves at odds with the prevailing culture. He says his opinion is this rift between believers and the prevailing culture is behind the attacks on churches and pro-life centers that oppose abortion. It will worsen and it will eventually lead to the persecution of those that are faithful. I've been saying this for a while. You know, they're already calling us um, fascists. You Christian fascists. And it's all your fault. You you homosexual big you people. You hate us and all this stuff. Really, we don't hate anybody, you know. Mm. But what they fail to look is Muslims hate homosexuals. Muslims openly hang homosexuals uh, in the Middle Eastern countries. They throw them off of buildings. They burn them alive. Um, they do all kinds of horrible you know, stuff like that, right? Christians don't do that. We Christians do not do that. We believe in the word of God. We love everybody. We hate the sin, but we love everybody. And so... We are all made in the image of God, and so we love God's creation. We hate the sin, but we love the person. So, but if you read Romans 1, and I say it a lot, I'm telling you, I think I, I actually did a program on the Romans 1 culture so that people would understand, like when we all say, this is a Romans 1, we have been turned over to a reprobate mind. The United States of America is under God's judgment, and it's only getting worse with the Biden administration and how they're treating Israel. I mean, you know, God says, I will curse those that curse you and I will bless those that bless you. And so I think a lot of America's blessings has been because we have blessed Israel. Well, the current administration that we have now does not bless Israel. They curse Israel. And so God help us. Um, we are under uh, the judgment of God. And so, but we as Christians, we love Israel and we will continue to pray for Israel. That's our, we are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So uh, Jesus commanded us to do so anyway. Going to move on. Uh, number 16, he says, concerning a digital currency, a system for a government to track all buying and selling and control everyone. On June 17, 2022, Federal Reserve President Jerome Powell announced that the Feds does plan to develop a digital dollar, sometimes called a central banking digital currency or a, CB, a CBDC. I'm going to throw this in here, folks. This money is programmed, okay? Um, when you talk about digital currency, Okay, this is totally different. This is programmable currency. So I want you to think about it. If you're a meat eater like I am, I'm a keto person, right? I like keto. I do that, although I do like my sugar. That's the bad thing about it. It's hard on me, right? So say I want to go to the grocery store, which I don't buy my meat at the grocery store. I buy my meat from local um, local farmers, right? Um, Pie Dom, if you're in the Texas Panhandle. Anyway, um, so yeah, 
they're going to program your money, right? And so if you go to the grocery store, say you're you know going to buy some steak. Well, I'm sorry, Miss O'Daniel. Uh, you've used your allotment to buy meat this month. You can't. This money is not programmed for meat. What you, you may have $55 left, right? Uh, but it's not programmed for beef. That that's, that's programmed for this stuff over here that Bill Gates made in a lab. Now, you can buy that, uh, but you can't buy meat. Okay, so that's what they're talking about when you when you start listening to this digital dollar and digital currency. It's programmable. If you've learned anything in the past about keeping your money in the bank, I don't anymore. But if you learned anything, you will know, look what happened to the Canadian truck drivers, right? And all the money that people funded to the GoFundMe, they shut down their, they froze their bank accounts and took all their money. And then on the GoFundMe, they wouldn't even let them give that to the truckers. So, this is where we're heading with this digital currency. The Bible talked oh, a lot about it. You want to talk about that? The Bible talked about this thousands of years ago, over 2,000 years ago. John wrote about it on the island of Patmos. Woo, praise the Lord. Anyway, moving right along, he continues. The Fed will control the digital currency and have the authority to freeze accounts and seize funds, deny you access to your money, and take it if they don't approve of what you say or do. Yes, folks. So finally, he says, are you rapture ready? And he goes on to say, because if you want to be rapture ready and go to heaven, you must be born again. John 3, 3. God loves you. And if God and if you have not done so, he says, sincerely admit that you are a sinner. Believe that Jesus is the virgin born, sinless son of God who died for the sins of the world, was buried and raised from the dead. Ask him to forgive you your sins, cleanse you, come into your heart, be your savior, savior. Then tell someone uh, that you have done this. So praise be to God. If you have not accepted the Lord Jesus, I implore you every single time I get on here. That's the whole reason for this teeny tiny ministry is to proclaim the love of Jesus Christ. So if you want to go check out that at raptureready.com. That is Dr. Damon Duck. He's always got great articles. So what else? What else we got going on? So here we go. Global digital ID with real time tracking of everyone and everything. Let's roll right on into this article. This is prophecynewswatch.com. This article is by D.D. Rankovic. D.D. Rankovic. It was posted on the 22nd of June. So the World Economic Forum's obsession with not only merely digitization, but digitization as a means of tracking and control is manifest in yet another document that has come out of the group. So this time, the WEF is joined by the World Trade Organization in drafting their thoughts on what the future of trade, but also when all's said and done, humanity should look like. Uh, the joint report, the promise of trade tech. So policy approaches to harness trade digitalization. That's a hard word to say. <laughs> came out in April and addresses end-to-end -end trade digitation to include a digital ID certification framework that would needless to say be global and apply to physical and digital objects, but also people. Yes, folks, i.e. natural persons. Even now, when the pandemic or when, when the pandemic supply chain mayhem and many key geopolitical trends are showing that the heyday of globalization is over, this concept remains firmly embedded in the thinking of the Davos-based WEF and, it turns out, the World Trade Organization, also based in Switzerland. I don't know about you guys, but it doesn't it seems pretty dark over there in Switzerland with all that going on. I must say I must pray for you people over there. It must be is it, does it feel dark over there, like a foreboding, like an evilness? 
for all y'all that live over there in Sweden and Switzerland and all those countries. I'm kind of curious, you know, because I, I can drive to places here in the United States and you know where there's like, you know, a lot of dark, you know, evil things are going and you can kind of feel the foreboding. You can kind of feel it. Parts of New Mexico, you know, are like that too. But I just wonder, because all of this is like going on in that part of the world here. And they did, oh, I'm did the tunnel of the Gothard Tunnel. Y'all watched that was the creepiest crap I ever saw. If you watched that, whew, Lord. Anyway, moving right along. The report explains the need to build end-to-end -end trade digitization, where natural and legal persons and objects are treated equally, with so-called identity silos or identity domains no longer viable. In other words, interoperable ID systems must become global. Of course, WEF's spiritual leader and its founder, Klaus Schwab, in 2017, wrote in his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, that people in movement would soon be treated the same as any package, pallet, or container with these physical objects at the time tracked only by radio frequency identification or the RFID tags, sensors, and transmitters. That idea seems to have matured in the meanwhile with a number of digital ID and tracking initiatives that have come out of this year's gathering in Davos and the new WEFWTO report notes that not only movement and location but also performance and contribution to a global circular economy can be monitored thanks to traceability. There's also a name for what a future set on such foundations is likely to spawn digital dictatorships. Control and monitoring has been at the heart of any dictatorship since the dawn of time. And the digital world is providing more tools than ever to achieve just that. I don't know what you're going to y'all's mind, but you know, the mark of the beast, the antichrist, ah, that's coming to my mind. I'm sure it's coming to yours too. If you listen to this program, the topic of RFID tags emerged during this year's WEF held in May, a month after the publication of the report. And this time it was more concrete in the way the technology described as applied to humans, folks. Woo, put your seatbelts on to listen to this. Short of wearing tracking devices under one skin, the next best thing from the point of view of monitoring and tracking enthusiasts is to place them onto people's skin by way of the clothes they wear. Active RFID tags send out a signal all the time, which is expensive but handy for real-time tracking, while passive tags are less expensive variety often used in various packaging. What they had in common in the past is that they were clearly visible. Now, if you hear background noise, you know it is Sunday. You know Murphy is in the house. If you guys don't know who Murphy is, that is my cat. And so she's got to make some noise to let you all know that she is here. So I got the Murph and the, of course, you have my two dogs, Squirt and Scruffy, but they're sleeping right now. So anyway, um, but so check this out, guys. This this is insanity, right? So, but there are companies now like Swycoffil who provide or who produce RFID fibers in yarns that are high performance and lasting a long time since they can be integrated into clothing and are washable. In other words, not something you're likely to notice and peel off, right? So there are also those who already specialize in putting together RFIDs and biometrics like facial recognition data. While RFID technology automatically identifies tags that are placed on objects, biometrics come in to identify the actual 
person. And reports say that this is used to automate employee monitoring. Yuval Noah Harari, popular with the likes of Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, introduced on the WEF website as historian and philosopher who co-founded Sapienship, a multidisciplinary organization advocating for global responsibility and clarifying public conversation in terms of techno technological disruption, ecological collapse, and the nuclear threat, spoke in Davos in 2020 to share insights such as that those who have enough data about a person can, quote, hack their body, brain, life. Omnipresent tracking certainly provides a massive amount of data, including biometrics, while Harari seems to think that reverse engineering of human beings is what can easily happen next. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself, because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it, he says. So this is originally posted in Activist Post. Guys, go check that article if you want. And I did a couple programs on Yuval Harari. He is an evil, evil man. So go listen to those if you ever have time to check that out. So anyway, moving right along to prophetic headlines. So guys, if you haven't listened to Pete Garcia, he's a pretty good guy. You should go check him out. He's got a lot of good things to say. He talked about national debt. And then, of course, he talked about the Iran's nuclear ambition. He moved on to talk about artificial intelligence, right? So he's got this great article. He's got a lot of most useful information and so it says, in the very near future, mankind will cross the most significant technological threshold since the creation of the Internet, the creation of sentient system with artificial general intelligence, or AGI. This means we will have created a computer system program reaches a human-like capacity to think and reason. While most experts believe we are still a few decades away from this happening, they also tend to ignore our recent explosion into numerous academic fields, of course, nanotechnology, quantum mechanics, etc., with breakthroughs often happening unexpectedly, leapfrogging technology years and even decades ahead of projected timetables. And he goes, and here is why it's going to happen sooner rather than later. He says, most, if not all, of these same experts either forget or purposefully ignore the existence of the spiritual domain. They ignore the reality of when and how malevolent forces can and will use AI as a means to further deceive mankind. Since they don't believe in the spiritual world, they never factor this into their elaborate calculations. However, we know several things from both scripture and history. The first is that the demonic realm is very active and they can and will possess people. Secondly, if a demon can possess a person, they can most certainly possess a thing. There have been numerous occurrences among uh, amongst Facebooks, Googles, and other big AI chatbots. When allowed to communicate with each other, they quickly begin communicating in a language no one understands except themselves. Furthermore, these AI entities, when allowed to operate on their own, appear to be malevolent, racist, and just plain creepy. Nevertheless, humans are pressing on to not only create these systems, but and create them increasingly human-like robots to house the AI system. When they do, these systems will convince mankind that they have achieved some great feat of art of creating artificial life, insisting we have become like gods, further deluding mankind into self-worship. Elon Musk even made a warning saying this rush to create AI, AI was summoning the demon. So he's got a lot more to talk about. Um, on the AI systems and transhumanism, go check him out. And so more to come on that article. He says, weapons of mass destruction. 
he goes on to talk about the you know the first underwater test which of course a bikini at all so uh the death and taxes or health and wealth and dimensional gateways this is another thing remember cern you know i think i probably need to do a program on cern because that is oh my gosh i think they're going to open up a, a another dimension or the gateway into hell these people are evil and this is what they want to do he says for all truly scientific purposes cern officials uh, may have for their massive hadron super collider there is one that is truly concerning certain CERN officials have been on record saying one of the purposes was to open a doorway so that we may send something through or buy it something might come out i think the latter is going to happen and when it does there will be no way in which to close it perhaps this will reach its fulfillment in revelation 9 1 through 11 definitely makes you listen definitely makes you think right totally right so the harlot religious system so here, he says, what we're seeing today is a rapid disintegration of the Judeo-Christian worldview with Western civilization flooding into this, uh, will fill this vacuum, is the rise of the postmodern worldview, which is relative, relativistic, humanist, and pagan. The worldview has all but abandoned the concept of absolute truth, and since Christianity is the ultimate truth, it too has been all but abandoned. Immediately following the rapture of the church, it will new in a world now devoid of the Holy Spirit-filled church, which is the body of Christ, what will remain is a hollowed out version of the Christian in name only religious system that will seek to find common ground with the remaining world religious systems. The gravity of this crisis, of course, the rapture, will be the cause de jour for which the remaining religious systems unite in the wake of a post-Christian Western civilization. This means Wiccan, Islam, Hinduism, Mormonism, Luciferianism, all forms of paganism, cults, and Eastern mysticism, Buddhism, Shintanism, uh, Zoroastrianism, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, will be blended into an all-encompassing religious organization, much like the new higher committee of human fraternity, the World Council of Churches, and the Roman Catholic Church. It will tolerate all lifestyles and religious views except true biblical christianity and he says his belief is that right after the rapture will be one of the greatest revivals in the history of the world based on passages found in revelation 6 9 to 11 and 7 9 to 17 while the post-rapture world governments will be in some disarray shortly after the rapture event itself they will quickly begin to form into regionalized imperial governments that throw their support into legitimizing the only accepted religious system and that will be this new harlot system headed up by a man known only as the pope i mean i'm sorry as the false prophet he will lead the charge in targeting and killing the tribulation saints and will ultimately direct all worship to his boss the antichrist more on that article definitely got to check that out then he talks about global governance governance right talks about that and uh, that's the wef the davos gain all this stuff's got all that they've all got this all planned folks and of course the normalization of evil here's another one given the fact that the month of june has been hijacked by most of the government's corporations in the world to now represent pride month i thought it appropriate to include this as the final straw on the camel's back for the normalization of evil in proverbs 16 18 the bible says that pride always goes before the destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall that being the case we are headed for destruction very quickly and i agree with him he continues and he says transgendered bathrooms transgendered high schools and college sports the normalization of pedophilia minor attractive persons children's drag shows disney etc the legalization of abortion all the way up to and through delivery of the baby lawlessness in our cities and on our borders mass killings the world economic forum sanctioned corruption and land wars genetic editing election fraud ignored see 2000 mules he says and the fact our justice department refuses 
to action any evidence it disagrees with, regardless the overwhelming amount of evidence of fraud and corruption. The official targeting of young children for grooming and indoctrination, CRT, SEL, school curriculum, social justice, etc. Mandatory government gene therapy mandates. He goes on to say, in conclusion, he says he could go on and on about the evil we face day in and day out, but he says he won't. He says what he mentioned above is not what the average citizens of the world are doing. He says, I'm addressing what our governments are sanctioning as the new normal. He says him. He says um, that his only question is, what sin will we as human race finally reach before God will have had his limit? The Tower of Babel moment. He says he doesn't know, but our leaders are suicidally intent on finding out. We just need to remember that we, like Lot, are increasingly living daily with our souls being vexed. That's 2 Peter 2 8. But just like Lot's day in Noah before him, there is a limit to God's long suffering. God will not allow this to go on for much longer. PT Forsyth had a terrifying, there is my neighbor's dog. <laughs> anyway, had a terrifying quote terrifying for the lost, not the redeemed. The bears repeating here. And he goes, this is quoted. The non, I'm sorry, the, the dog apparently agrees too, if you guys can hear him. But anyway, the non-intervention of God bears very heavy interest. And he is greatly to be feared among, he, I'm sorry, the non-intervention of God bears very heavy interest. And he is greatly to be feared when he does nothing. He moves in long orbits out of sight and sound, but he always arrives. Nothing can arrest the judgment of the cross. Nothing shake Nothing shake the judgment seat of Christ. And, of course, that was the justification, justification of God is where he wrote that. So, anyway, um, guys, if you want to, please go check out. It's uh, www.rev310.net, and you can check out all of his stuff. There's Peter Garcia, or Pete Garcia. He's got some great stuff. So, anyway, Joe Biden, of course, says the thing out loud. We need more money because we have another pandemic coming. He's such an idiot. Anyway. Uh, it's a good thing he is an idiot because we kind of know their plans. He lets us know. Uh, so new poll shows the majority of Americans say unborn baby have rights. Absolutely, they do. That's LifeNews.com. So the majority. So 50. So the, the National Review reports the poll found 52% of Americans support the U.S. Supreme Court extending legal rights of personhood to unborn children, while even stronger majorities believe unborn babies have the right to be born and to be Free from violence. Praise God. Isn't that the truth? I could you not even agree with that? How could you not think that that was right? We live in that world, right? So here's how Lindsay this is on harbingersdaily.com. It says, you may have seen the meme that says, I'm Chad Kelly Blue Book today for my card's value. And it asks if my tank was full or empty. He goes, and of course, of course, all jokes aside, you know, he goes on to say that as of June 2022, the average price of gasoline had doubled since January of 2021. That's a staggering rate of growth and completely unsustainable for a lot of people in Washington. It's just a matter of politics. But for the rest of us, it's about life. Go check that out because he's got a lot to say about that. And if you want to, you can check his article out at harbingersdaily.com or you can go to the howlindsayreport.com and check it out there as well. So the Department of Homeland Security is warning Catholic churches and pregnancy centers to be prepared for a night of rage by pro-abortion terrorist groups. I mentioned this headline before. This is by Christina Lally. Christina Lally. Let's get that right. Uh, the gatewaypundit.com. 
Com. And uh, so yeah, of course, this is totally normal, right? The Department of Homeland Security is now warning Catholic churches and pro-life pregnancies about this night of rage, right? Of course, Roe versus Wade, this is before it was overturned. And so they are raging right now. Because Leah Rose, a pro-life activist and president of Life Action, said that this is the most coordinated and aggressive domestic terrorism in our day. And it is. Earlier this month, Catholic News Agency said the DHS was warning faith-based institutions that they could be potential targets for violence if Roe is overturned. These targets could include public gatherings, faith-based institutions, schools, racial, ethnic, and religious minorities, government facilities and personnel, U.S. critical infrastructures, the media, and perceived ideological opponents. Far-left terrorist uh, organization, which is Jane's Revenge, firebombed a pro-life pregnancy center in Buffalo, New York earlier this month. Folks, it's only gotten worse. It has gotten significantly worse uh, since that came out. Can you imagine being that angry that babies will live? Wow. Uh, this is the days that we live in, and I keep asking myself, can it get worse? Yeah, folks, apparently it can get worse. You know, if you ever you're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and then you think you know people, and then they start posting like things that are like evilly e evil about uh pro-abortion anything my god i thought i knew those folks oh. and then you really didn't in other news headlines today we have got killers destroyers and gas lighters yes folks this is an article by jonathan uh, jonathan brittner uh, you can check it out on jonathanbrittner.com so yeah so when he says when he read reports of the increasing wickedness and violence in the united states that seemingly grows worse by the day grief and disbelief disbelief swell up inside me he says is this really happening and i ask myself that on a daily basis and i'm sure you all do too i never thought i would see these days honestly i just never thought i could see the evil and wickedness that is prevailing within our society, not just the United society in the United States, but worldwide is unbelievable. So he goes on to say, he goes, this biblical prophecy alone that puts current events into a perspective, a proper perspective for me and thereby calms my soul. He says, the Bible not only tells me that I would see such perilous times in the last days, but it also assures me of the Lord's response. He says, I first noticed the relevance of the book of Habakkuk to current events events about 30 years ago. Today, I'm surprised that the U.S. has not yet experienced something similar to the judgment that God sent to Judah a few decades after Habakkuk wrote his book. How much time do we have until he comes? So, in Habakkuk 1, 2 uh, through 4, the prophet provides a listing of the evil and violence that he saw in ancient Judah, which sounds remarkably similar to what he sees in America today. And I do too, and I'm sure you all do as well. Not only in the United States, but probably worldwide, but even much so is it in the cesspool of the United States of America. So, number one are killers. So, hmm. Bear with me here, folks. So, in verse 2, Habakkuk complains about God's lack of response to the violence that he witnessed in his day. Oh, Lord, how long shall I cry, and you will not hear? Even cry out to you violence, and you will not save. Consider the killers active in our day. And he says, in the U.S., abortion providers murder 1.1 million pre-born children each year, a total of over 61 million since the Roe v. Wade ruling in 1973. According to the CDC reporting a database of vaccine adverse effects, 13,293 people just in the U.S. have died as a result of the COVID-19 injection. The total number of deaths that uh, health officials have reported to this database is 28,859. 
According to studies done, the CDC reporting data, only about 1% of vaccine adverse effects find their way into its database. Almost every day, he says, he reads or hears about young, healthy adults suddenly dropping dead despite having no warning signs of ill health. Many of them have been premier athletes in their prime, and health officials call it sudden adult death. And it did not exist until COVID-19 injections became commonplace. So in February of 2022, he read two separate accounts of young teenage boys that suffered fatal heart attacks within days of receiving the COVID-19 injections. In John 10:10, 10, 10, Jesus said that the thief, aka Satan, comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. We see all these activities in operation now in our world. Number two destroyers. In verse 3 of Habakkuk 1, the prophet protests about the iniquity that he sees. Why do you make me see iniquity? And why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. And the Hebrew word here, he says for iniquity in this verse, includes the sorrow that results from wicked behavior. This fits with the parallel word wrong. The word here also denotes the grief and pain caused by evil and perverse behavior. The high rate of suicides among transgender children today exemplifies this sense. The word reflects both the evil done to others and its tragic result. The aim of the LGBTQ agenda is to greatly harm children and eliminate the family structure that God designed to nurture them. The predators of our culture celebrate Pride Month, but those who cherish the words of Scripture recognize the gross evil that lies behind their vain, boastful, and shameful vulgar parades. Here are some further examples of modern-day destroyers, he says. Michigan Attorney General Dana Ness recently made headlines by calling for a drag queen to be present in every school. Even if she said this in jest, which she now claims, it still characterizes the evil that's become an everyday part of children in our schools. So David Ferriazzo wrote uh, the following article um, for Harbinger's Daily. In North Carolina, a preschool teacher used LGBT flashcards depicting a, quote, pregnant man, unquote, to teach kids the colors in the progressive pride flag. Such debauchery goes far beyond what I once thought possible, he says, and I concur. Uh, scores of food processing plants have burned down in the U.S. Just this year, modern-day destroyers seek to wreak havoc with our food supply and cause widespread suffering and chaos. During the past several years, we have seen the same evil, violence, and strife that Habakkuk complained about so long ago spiral out of control in the U.S., and it keeps getting worse. Number three, gas lotters. He says, I use the word gaslighters here because it gets to the heart of the globalist activity more than simply saying that those who control our government are deceiving us. Brandon Holthouse, pastor and prominent prophecy speaker, per, uh, describes gaslighting as an evil way to manipulate and psychologically control people. Uh, Holthouse recently recorded an excellent prophecy update in the World Economic Forum is gaslighting us. You can check that out. Anyway, gaslighters cause... Uh, people to question what they know to be true about reality. They attempt to make us doubt uh, what we believe that we see and hear. They will tell you that what you watch take place did not happen. Listen to them long enough and you'll doubt your sanity and begin going along with their perverted portrayal of reality. Make no mistake, they deceive people in order to pervert justice and justify their murderous and destructive behaviors. In Habakkuk 1-4, the prophet complains about such lawless deceivers in his day. So the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so 
justice goes forth perverted. The words of the above verse fit with the behavior of modern day gaslighters. This is the method they use to accomplish the things the prophet lists in the above verse. It is not the same deception. Is it not the same deception with an evil intent that the prophet Isaiah described? Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put forth darkness for light and light for darkness, who put uh, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That is Isaiah 520. Modern day gaslighters attempt to convince us that evil is good. The examples of this abound everywhere we look. During the entire month of June, both the news and social media have bombarded us with the lie that the LGBTQ agenda is morally acceptable. When we know that God says it's evil. I watched the video of Ashy Babbitt's killer. I saw him take aim and kill Ashy while she was peacefully and quietly taking in the wonders of being inside the Capitol building on January 6, 2021. The authorities, however, tell us that the killer was justified in murdering her. Total nonsense, he says, and I completely agree. Biden's DOJ arrested Simone Gold, one of several frontline doctors that warned people about the dangers of the COVID-19 injections, and sentenced her to 60 days in jail for just walking into the Capitol building through open doors on January 6, 2021. In this travesty of justice, not precisely the injustice, wait, is he says, is this travesty of justice not precisely the injustice that Habakkuk complained was happening in his day? I'm going to throw this in there. You do realize we as taxpayers own the Capitol building. That is our, right? That's us. That's us. We own this. We pay the taxes. We, you know what I mean? This is America. Of course, we're all being gaslighted and they don't teach that in school. So they don't teach the truth. They don't, mm -mm, no. But they will teach you that a man can be a woman and a woman can, you know, whatever. Jane can be Johnny and Johnny can be Jane. It's absolute a debased mind. We are, as the Bible says, God has handed us over to a reprobate mind. But anyway, we'll go on. On June 20th, 2022, says Dr. Ashi Jiha, the White House COVID-19 response coordinator, said that there have not been any serious side effects of these vaccines, referring to the COVID-19 injections. Not only is that a blatant lie, but it's also a clear case of gaslighting. The CDC's database contains records of eight 138,800 adverse reactions to these shots in the U.S. with a total of 28,859 overall deaths, including reports from outside America. And these numbers represent only a small fraction of the actual harm and deaths caused by these shots. He says he could cite dozens additional examples of how the globalists tell us uh, that we that what we see and hear is not reality. And yes, it is brainwashing and the elite have succeeded in making many people believe their lies. Gaslighting and bullying also happen on a personal everyday level. He says he experienced this and along the way he discovered that Proverbs 11.9 brings much welcome encouragement during such times. With his mouth, the godless man would destroy his neighbor, but by knowledge, the righteous are delivered. A solid grasp on the truth of scripture is absolutely essential in the day in which we live. We live in an age of deception where bullying and gaslighting abound, which necessitates a daily reliance on God's word. I say it all the time. Get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. I say it. And it says the Lord's response to Habakkuk. So in Habakkuk 1.5, the Lord told the prophet to look to the nations in order to see his response to the evil and violence prevalent in ancient Judah. Judgment would come in the form of the Chaldeans, a reference to the Babylonians that under Nebuchadnezzar would later destroy Jerusalem and take many uh, people captive. What might the Lord's response to the killers, destroyers, and gaslighters in America? 
well. It says, where would the Lord have us look during these perilous times? He says he believes the answer to this question for us is in Luke 21, 28. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. The Lord gave us so many signs in Scripture so we would know the season of His return for His church, and this is it. That's why we anticipate await His uh, soon appearing. That's why we look up in eager expectation of meeting Jesus in the clouds. He says, Maranatha, come soon, Lord Jesus. And I completely agree. I pray in agreement with Him. I totally do. He does have a new book, you guys. This is Jonathan Brenner. Go check out his book. It's The Triumph of the Redeemed in Eternal Perspective that Calms Our Fears in Perilous Times. It is available on Amazon. Go and check that out. He is a wonderful author, and I'm very thankful uh, for what he uh, writes so we can read. So anyway, another big thing is coming soon to Minnesota. I'm not sure if I mentioned this earlier in the program, but teachers must demonstrate a Marxist worldview to obtain their teaching license. It's by Alan and Julie Quist. You can check it out at libertysentinel.org. It says Marxist ideology practices are coming to Minnesota schools disguised as new teacher uh, licensing rules. So the Minnesota Teacher Licensing Board is called the Professional Educators Licensing and Standards Boards, or the PELSB. Each board member was appointed by Governor Waltz, and uh, the PELSB is fast-tracking new teacher licensing requirements. The new standard will Im embed basic Marxist principles and practices such as critical race theory, fluid sexual identity, and gender politics into all Minnesota schools. So, folks, if you live in Minnesota, you might want to write your senator and congressman and do whatever you can. And so, uh, if you go to LibertySentinel.org, you can watch um, the Roe versus Wade mega meltdowns. I'm not going to play that because I can just imagine. I don't need to. I saw that when Trump was elected. It's going to be the same folks doing the same thing, right? Another good thing. Now, I want to mention this. This is... Um, uh, so this is on harbingersdaily.com. But the duty to correct the error. Justice Thomas urges revisiting of rulings on same-sex marriage, gay sex, and contraceptives. And I'm thinking that's going to be a wonderful article. And I do pray uh, that these things will, um, you know, will go forth. And that they will revisit that and realize that there's been a huge, huge mistake made. And so may God uh, forgive us here in the United States for what we have done. But anyway... Guys, that is going to be my program today. I did want to, well, one more thing. Let me take that back. I'm not sure if I mentioned this earlier in the program or not either. <laughs> Considering I did two of these last night and it was terrible. The background noise was horrible. Uh, but vaccine push has little to do with COVID, says doctor. So this article is in American Family News. And if you listen to the American Family Radio Network, then you'll know this name. So this is Chad Groening. And so vaccine push. So this is his article. It is posted on the 20th of June. So a former Army doctor who was relieved of his military duties for warning soldiers about the risk of taking the COVID jab believes the Department of Defense mandate is as a way to purge the military of critical thinkers. LifeSite uh, News reports that Army physician Dr. Pete Chambers was serving as a task force surgeon for Operation Lone Star, the military border assignment between Texas and Mexico, when he started noticing vaccine injuries among the soldiers he treated. AFN previously reported that Dr. Chambers, now retired from the U.S. Army, personally had an adverse reaction to his Moderna COVID vaccine and now suffers from demyelination, a condition affecting the nervous central nervous system. He decided months ago that it was his duty to warn soldiers about the potential risks of the COVID shots. But the Army soon replaced him with a doctor who towed the vaccine line. Dr. Chambers believes the Biden Pentagon is unyielding in his pro-vaccine position. 
for a reason. He says, I'm out a year from now, so I can probably give you my personal opinion on this without some kind of retribution. He begins, in my opinion, we're purging the military of critical thinkers like me who had to stand up and say, no, sir, that's an unlawful order. I will continue to give informed consents. That's the regulation. Dr. Chambers adds that the DOD is trying to cover up the extensive number of shot-related injuries, both reported and unreported, among the troops. They're having brain fog. They're having long-term effects. Their immune system is going down. All of these things he, he lists. If I were a nefarious actor, if I were a bad guy, and I was a, to create a bioweapon, this is what I would create, he says. It is my contention that eventually we will see that it is a bioweapon. The physician continues. Eventually it will be proven, and eventually we will be giving Purple Hearts to soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines that have been wounded in this bio-warfare attack. That is my personal feeling, he says, unquote. Chambers, who now has a civilian medical practice in Oklahoma, has made it his life's mission to warn Americans against taking the dangerous injections. Once again, that was Chad Groening from American Family News. So, guys, that is going to be my program today, and I hope that this gives you a little bit of insight of what's going on in the world. And, folks, anywhere in the world, I know I have a lot of people... Um, that tune in here occasionally uh, from all over the world and i just pray guys that you guys if there's things going on like where you live please please shoot me an email at bible prophecy that i'm before today at outlook.com and i would love love to hear from you guys um once again that's bible prophecy with a c right uh number four today so Anyway, or you can go to my website, which is, you know, uh, BibleProphecyForToday.com. Uh, so, go check that out, and you can send me a contact through there as well. Anyway, if there's anything that you guys want me to talk about or want me to cover or, you know, want me to look up or, like, whatever, um, shoot me an email. Let me know. Hey, I would love uh, to do some research for you guys. So, anyway, um, with that, I'm just going to go ahead and pray that, you know, that the good Lord would watch over all of us. I'm telling you, things are happening so crazy, just so close so fast it's like you know dr damon duck's article faster you know where everything is coming like you know like the birth of the baby things are intense and intense and more intense and quicker and you know all this is going on and we see all this happening um right now and so i don't know um i know on the the thing last night when i tried to upload i did talk about the pope maybe retiring of course they're gonna they're convening i think it's either later this month or uh, not this month but in july and they're gonna probably pick another uh uh pontiff they're gonna pick another pope but anyway so yeah guys check it out get woke get woke up to christian truth not woke to the world but woke to biblical truth because now is a time uh to be reading your bible uh to be assembling with each other in churches and meeting together with other believers because the bible says you know don't forsake the assembling of yourselves and you know what that means right the holy spirit has given us all a gift not everybody has the same gift. We can't all be this, an eye. We can't all be uh, a mouth. We can't all be an ear or a hand or like whatever, right? We have all got different gifts. So we are all assembled in the body of Christ, right? We each have a part to play. The Holy Spirit has given each of us a gift, right? And we are to use that gift. So when we come together, like on, you know, Sundays or Wednesdays or when you have life groups or like whatever, when you all come together and you meet each one of you, each one of us, has a gift that Christ has given us, the Holy Spirit has given us, and we all fit together like a puzzle, right? So that's what he says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves, okay? So with that, guys, I'm really going to get off of here, and I just pray that the Lord would bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. And if you haven't accepted uh, his son, Jesus, as your Savior, I pray today will be the day of salvation for you. 
With that, I'm getting off here, guys. So get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, 